0: Hello, Gut Check Project fans and KBND health community. It is time for COVID file installment number four. I'm your host, Eric Rieger. Your other host, Dr. Ken Brown, is going to join us here in just a moment. We've got an incredible guest today. Chris Austin, president, Sea long Medical. Man, he, he took time out of his day. The demand for his business right now is through the roof. And the reason is... His company is saving lives. We all thought that the ventilator shortage was going to tear us up, be the end of us all. It just turns out that his company, Sealong Medical, makes a hyperbaric hood that functions similar to a ventilator. And guess what? It just cost a couple hundred bucks instead of the tens of thousands that a ventilator would. So without further ado, let's take care of the sponsors that take care of us so that we can bring you this show unrefinedbakery.com unrefinedbakery.com if you need to be careful about what you eat you can't have gluten uh, you want to try bread again you want to have a safe dessert and you want a cupcake goodness gracious go to unrefinedbakery.com they've got incredible trail mix they just call it the mix it's delicious so whether you are a keto eater a paleo eater you just need to be gluten-free or you just want great tasting food unrefinedbakery.com and guess what you can have it shipped directly to your door. UnrefinedBakery.com allows you to practice safe social distancing while getting great tasting food. Use code GUTCHECK at checkout to save 20% off of your very first order. That's UnrefinedBakery.com. Do it today. Also, today's show is, of course, brought to you by Atron Teal. Atron Teal is chock full of all-natural polyphenols designed by my co-host, Dr. Kenneth Brown, where he used it in his own patients at first just to help control their bloating. It turns out these polyphenols are beneficial in so many aspects. They essentially feed your bacteria what they want so that they can produce the postbiotics that your body needs. Polyphenols, nature's secret weapon. Get the most stable form of polyphenols from Atron Teal, go to lovemytummy.com forward slash KBMD. That's lovemytummy.com. Get your daily polyphenols today. And of course, KBMD Health community, you know to go to kbmdhealth.com. Get your very own clinically used KBMD Health CBD. Get the signature package from Dr. Brown, which includes Autron Teal. And of course... We said it is going to happen, and it did. We now have Brock Elite Professional. That's Brock Elite, Sulfurophanes combined with uh, curcumin, available at kbmdhealth.com. Use code GCP to save 20% off of your order. Kbmdhealth.com. Use code GCP, stands for Gut Check Project, to save 20% off your order. All right, without wasting any more time. Let's get down to it. Today's guest, Chris Austin, he is an awesome man. His company, C-Long Medical, is saving lives. Let's waste no more time. Like and share. Here is COVID file number four. Hello, everyone. It is now time for Gut Check Project COVID file number four. We have an incredible guest today. Uh, joining your host, Dr. Ken Brown, we have, now have uh, Mr. Chris Austin from Waxahachie, Texas. He is here with Sea long Medical, and you may have seen some of his incredible, uh, essentially, their vent hoods. They are hyperbaric vent hoods that allow people to breathe better. Chris Thank you so much for taking time out of, I know is a very busy morning uh, as you prepare for uh, for more work at Sea Long Medical down here in Waxahachie. How are you doing?
1: Oh, we're doing well. We're uh, we're, we're, we're feeling good all in all. Uh, and, and first, I, f- I need to apologize a little bit, and it's starting already. My voice starts to go away early and earlier every day as so much <laughs> talking and stuff we do. But anyway, we're, we're doing well, just not much sleep and a whole lot of talking but it's all it's all great it's all wonderful uh people are being so so supportive um it's just i can't even get, get my head around it still
0: well no it's it's awesome we're obviously in the middle of the pandemic here with the uh with the COVID crisis but ken you want to speak a little bit about what it is that you saw on the tv and why you called me and how i ended up reaching out to chris
2: absolutely i may sound a little different because the internet went out at the studio, so I'm doing this by phone. So this is bit, here. You know, yeah, i down here too. That's, that's, uh, yeah. So you and I are feeling the same thing here. So I was watching, and I kind of joke about this that I've actually become my dad, and I like 60 Minutes now. So I watch 60 Minutes. I'm coming I'm to my like,
1: granddad, so don't. I'm with you there. <laughs>
2: And they did this incredible segment. Uh, first of all, they they led up to it with this with the the stress that the New York doctors are under, followed by your segment, which was just incredible. And I don't want to give anything away, but I just sat there and went, "Holy cow! He's a neighbor. We're here in Dallas. You're in Waxahachie, Texas, and fortunately, like a like a good." Texan, you uh, woke up early and agreed to do this interview just because you're a nice guy. So, it's pretty well, exciting. Um, I, I, mean that's, I appreciate all that. But I, we're up,
1: we've been up sort of working here for over an hour already, and we've been starting at six uh, because of the the crisis and staying here till two in the morning. The other day I was here till four in the morning. Day before yesterday, um, just the way flows go. So, but thank you very much. So,
0: Chris, before we started the interview, you let me know that C-Long Medical has been around, basically doing these hyperbaric helmets since 1985. But you ended up acquiring the company and moving it from Kentucky down to Waxahachie, Texas, back in 2016. What drew Chris Austin to C-Long Medical and then to uh, to bring it down here to Waxahachie?
1: Uh, That's a good question. the um, The whole thing started uh, because. We have a a mutual friend who lived up by Lake Possum Kingdom, and um, he manufactures hyperbaric hoods, does a company called Tecna Industries, and uh, uh, through mutual friends and something like that, we became friends. And um, I have diabetes, so I have uh, neuropathy pretty bad and was having a lot of problems with my legs. And he said, Chris, come up here. Let's do some dives. Let's, let's, let's fix that. Uh, and, and I didn't really know anything about it at the time. So I said, I wanted to come see him anyway. It's a beautiful area up there. I uh, went up and stayed a while and, and uh, took, took some treatments, a week's worth of treatments. And it was incredibly, incredibly life-changing what happened. Uh, I could drastically reduce my insulin. Uh, they're not the neuropathy, I'm sorry, it just uh, went away for not, not forever. It was gone for about a month. So it was definitely a, uh, a, uh, you know, a changing event for me. I mean, a whole bunch of other things happened that some people say doesn't happen, but my eyesight got better. My my hearing, my sense of smell, Uh, you know, it's like a Popeye when I ate this big can of spinach kind of, and um, you know, I said, you know, but getting off track here, kinda. Um, I use the sealong hood. That's what I use for my treatments, and because uh, that's what he uses. He was, he was pretty good friends with pretty good friends with the previous owner, and uh, after a while, I, I'd, I'd gone back and done several more, and same results. <clears throat> and he called me. Uh, Philip called me and said, Chris. I need to talk to you. So, okay, great, no problem. Got up there and uh, did another trip, and he said, "You know that, that product you're using, that hood? Yeah, that's pretty cool." He it goes, "It's probably going to go out of business." Uh, the owners have been around a long time, and they're ready to, you know, retire and move on. And uh, nobody has taken up on his offer to buy the company. Uh, and he stated that the company is so important, and the product is so important. I really think you ought to buy it because I had just retired after 30 years as an aerospace engineer. Nice. And and, um, that's what we did.
0: Wow, that is incredible. So I'm actually far more endeared to the story. You were drawn to it because of your own personal experience and benefit. You knew you needed to save the technology so that other people could have that benefit. That drew you into it. You were in retirement. You said, this is something that we can do. You had no idea that there was going to be a pandemic, though, around the corner in 2020, did you?
1: Um, Not really. But I'll tell you, a a huge cascade of events uh, in my life for probably three or four years before that, Mm -hmm. up to that time, and significantly after that time, made this all possible no it mandated it, that this was going to happen you know we knew about the, the aspects of the a potential for a great life-saving product for non-invasive an ventilation uh, and it just spoke spoke to my heart and my mind right there said this is what we're doing this is our our, our destiny and that's why we're here
2: that's incredible wow
0: so um you you said that there was a gentleman who was at sea long with long medical created simply for the the manufacturing of the hyperbaric helmet
1: correct no no sealong he see that's a big big story but he owned, he previously owned a very large um injection molding corporation okay and uh, a man by the name of shorty Long who was acquaintance of his uh, who was a, a a professional deep sea diver said. I need something like this, and it doesn't exist. <laughs> they drew up a sketch on a napkin, kind of thing, and the helmet uh, was born. And uh, Shorty Long said, "I don't. I'm a diver. I've got a big diving business and stuff here. I don't want it. You run with it. You've already got all the equipment and all the stuff. So uh, they did."
0: Well, you kind of hinted at it already because of your own revelations on how you began to feel better. I had a question written down, which was to ask you before the COVID situation, if uh, if beyond the helmet being an intermediary step before, or hopefully saving somebody from intubation, if there were specific diseases that it worked for, but you already mentioned retinopathy and, and diabetes. Do you know if anybody like with... Um, sickle cell anemia what are those are those uh types of patients that also benefit from this type of uh, hyperbaric helmet?
1: what well, um as you guys know in the medical field there's there's a lot of things we have to tread lightly on as far as what we say oh okay but, no i'm gonna say it i'm just giving you that caveat up front because sure. the vast vast majority of the indications that we have I can't even count how many um, um, people have told us this. Plus, as we are so became so close to the industry and the and the uh, the process, I've personally seen, been there, and talked to amazing things: uh, uh, children with autism, uh, PTSD, of course, an incredible array of of uh, soft tissue damage, um, uh, incredible incredible positive results for traumatic brain injury and one of them in particular if you look up joe namath you know the famous new york jets quarterback and a few more but he's got all kind of stuff on the uh uh, youtube and various places about him telling his story about his whole life was changed due to a hundred dives uh, in hyperbaric chamber completely correct completely corrected all of his brain damage I mean, I could go go on with this kind of statement for for
2: hours and hours, just one after the other after the other. Chris, can I clarify something real quick? So does the helmet act like a hyperbaric chamber? No, it just provides, well, in the hyperbaric chamber, it
1: provides the pure oxygen that works with, you know, the atmospheric pressure to about 3 ATA uh, or 60, 70 feet, you know, something or something like that. Uh, and uh, the pure oxygen coming into the respiratory system gets supercharged in every single cell of your body. Every cell gets this this amazing uh, product that the cells know how to use to do their job. So all of a sudden, they start doing their job better than they ever have, and 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 you know, doing all kind of great stuff. Uh, and, and cells that uh, a lot of people have said. You know, you'll never regenerate these cells, and you know, those cells are, are once they die, they're gone. And, uh, that's not true, at least for a vast majority of them, like brain cells and heart cells and things like that.
0: And that's uh... Plus,
1: one thing I forgot to add probably the most important part is during the process of the hyperbaric treatments, your body starts producing a huge amount of its own pluripotent stem cells. So, those the cells now are happy and shed they start grabbing all these stem cells and just going to work repairing stuff
0: nice no that all of that all of that makes makes complete sense with the way that uh, we've tried to help and repair people neurogenically etc i've got another question for you and uh, ken and i debated on how how clinical that we wanted to get on this particular uh, series but where you're taking it it's it's almost inevitable Part of the problem that some of the people are, are worried about or the, the physicians are worried about with the patients now with COVID is that some of their red blood cells may actually lose a little bit of the oxygen carrying capacity, and they've decided that they may need to look at things that are hyperbaric. And different, um, different type of modalities that do exactly what you just talked about, supercharge extempor- uh, extemporaneous, uh, I'm mispronouncing that word, but the extra cells around them. Is that something and, you found with also. your helmet could work?
1: Um, yeah, that's what it's for. You bet it could work. That's uh, awesome. It does work. It has been working for that for you know, thirty-five plus years. But uh, one of the most important things, too, I keep saying that about everything, so they're all important. <laughs> is uh, 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 angiogenesis? It, your body starts forming new
0: well, blood vessels. New yeah.
1: vessels and and getting blood to places that may have been either either starved due to you know previous uh, conditions, or that the the body senses that no, oh, now these things need to be repaired. For whatever reason it may be that you know the the, the uh, virus could have done damage. To, uh, just whatever reason.
0: So before the helmet came along, people were were scrambling, and the the word on the street was we were going to run out of ventilators. And everybody knows that usually in the ballpark of ten thousand, twelve thousand is the low end on uh, the amount of uh, money that they'd have to spend per unit. Tell us a little bit about what the uh, the helmet cost the medical community, and where you've moved the price since then, Chris
1: um well the the helmet before all this happened was one hundred and sixty two dollars and seventy cents and it 's still one hundred and sixty two dollars and seventy cents but uh, that 's the basic model which at the time we produced and and, and provided that based on uh, usage before like dr cress and and others who were doing the testing but once this uh the covid nineteen uh epidemic started we, we became much more popular and, and a, a larger number of doctors started using it and people started figuring out there's different things that can be done there's different accessories uh, particularly Dr. Cress and Patel there's different accessories that really would help us and they would send us videos and we'd correspond and then uh, we would go and we have a, a great team we pair with called Impact. They would three D print the stuff. I'd scratch it all out on a piece of paper or something and they and they would make the design and uh, we be come back and like we liked it or we didn't like it, we'd send it to Dr. Pell, Doctor Cress and Doctor Patel, and they'd uh, you know, critique it and if it was a good product, we'd make it right there. We could have it made an amount of hours on the three D printer, ship it back to him and uh we've made a bunch of improvements so long story but we've we've got a significant number of additional accessories and that's what makes it possible to use this uh without a ventilator or any type of equipment all you need is wall oxygen and, and wall o2 and a special part that we created to plug that in, into the system in a peak valve and you can do all this with no equipment oh that's incredible
0: That is incredible
1: that's- That's the holy grail because in third world countries, uh, people lined up in the halls, which is already happening in New York, Boston, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Uh, You can treat them all with just just three quarter inch lines.
2: Wow, that's great. Hey, when I saw the interview on 60 Minutes, you did tell a very unique story about how somebody may have helped you infuse a little cash into the company. (laughs) Yeah,
1: talking about uh, uh, George Whitesides and Virgin Galactic because mm-hmm. it's been a lot of them actually no cash per se which is another complete story we've had no assistance from federal state local dog catchers nothing dog and catches. the um <laughs> uh, which is good because charlie our security she'd be not no nah, she's not good for, for the dog catcher um, <laughs> uh, oh um uh, we were on uh, Wall Street Journal first. That was the first one to really contact me. And Mr. Whitesides, who was the CEO of Virgin Galactic, uh, <laughs> called me up. Somehow he got a, got a link to me. Uh, well, I know I did it through a man named, uh, well, we won't go to that. But uh, he said, Chris, I really like what you do. What can we do to help? And uh, you know, we talked a little bit and I said, really what, what I need, sir, uh, is more RF welding machines, and we have a great partner in uh, a company called Selectric up in New Jersey, Walter, the owner, uh, built four machines for us at risk, which means he didn't have any funds because I didn't have any money. He built them all. They were sitting there ready, all shiny, polished up, ready to load into an 18-wheeler to bring down here, and I still didn't have any money. So uh, when I when I talked to Mr. Whitesides about that, he will Uh, what's this guy's phone number? gave him the phone number. We we chatted and, uh, went our separate ways. And about two hours later or so, Walter calls me and said, somebody just called and paid your entire bill.
2: (laughs) That's incredible.
1: So, you know, praise God. Uh, two days later, they were here. And
0: that's Uh, fantastic.
1: And they're now up and running. The really first day with a full crew was yesterday. We've been slowly training people as they come in. Uh, primarily, most of them are all volunteers from very, very close locally to our our location because we know we can't rely on someone who has a long commute or, uh, you know, we had to verify their, their lifestyle. They don't uh, continue to run around out there and go to Walmarts and all these places to get uh, a potential for uh, contracting the, the virus. So uh, it took a little while to get the whole, get the whole crew. But the, the first day, first full day was yesterday, and uh, we had our goals spot on for how many we created uh, and was able to provide them to uh, you know, Pennsylvania and uh, who else? Several people that we really wanted to get them to the hot spots in the same day. They, they shipped overnight yesterday. So how many are you
2: able to produce in a 24-hour period with this full crew?
1: Sorry. The um, you know first days uh, are always more difficult. These are new operators. We only had one experienced operator, uh, which is our son, uh, Chris, Jr. And, uh, and he was mostly spent training. So that, that caveat is this was very slow training, brand new people who had never done anything like this. So we still got over 200 out uh, in one day, which was a good start. Uh, but we need to be and we will be. At least by next week, we'll be knocking on a thousand.
2: So that's our goal. That is amazing. This is, yeah. I have a quick question for you since I didn't realize that it was that. I thought there was more equipment needed. Do you see? Well, there is ventilator and all that kind of stuff hooks on it too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is there, do you see any? With your engineering background, is there any way to modify it so that people with a CPAP machine at home could use this in any particular way? We already do. Anything CPAP, wow. BiPAP,
1: um, you know, ventilators, um, anything like that where you can control your positive pressure. But you don't yeah. even need to do that. I'm looking for, all oh, you need a PEEP valve. To control the outflow to maintain your desired pressure inside the helmet, uh, and that's all you need.
0: So you're, I mean, you're going to you you'll dial up the atmospheres, basically what's going to be inside of the bariatric helmet or the um, the um, the, um, the helmet. To
1: me, all the time. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's all the words, but uh, you'll you'll dial up the the atmospheres or the amount of pressure that you want in there with that uh, peak valve, correct? And then yeah,
1: and the source. As long as you have a good, clean, viable. Uh, a relatively consistent source for the inflow, which we're finding new sources for that all the time. Sure. Uh, You just control the outflow to maintain the the pressure inside.
0: Well, you know, a lot of the patients who end up having uh, problems with uh, pneumonia, lung collapse, for instance, it's because they lose that alveolus. Right. And it seems to me like what you've got here is something that Ken and I talked about in our last Episode, which is how do we give someone positive end expiratory pressure? And one of the ways to do that is obviously by having a good steady form of PEEP. And this is far more comfortable than either a tube down the throat or a big face mask like a uh, a CPAP or a bipap mask. This just seems far more convenient. It allows the patient to not have something directly on their face. It's uh, it's pretty incredible.
2: Is and there any chance you have the last uh, leak? Yeah, I'm
1: sorry. Cell phone delays. I'm not used to this. Mass leak. As you apply all of this pressure, they want to push away from the patient's face. Sure. So you really can't get any kind of a, a insured pressure unless you just strap the thing on, like a you know what is his name from one of those scary movies, um, which is very uncomfortable and things like that. And they still have a large potential for leaking around the uprings of the nose and there's nothing against them they're fantastic products it's just not the best suited thing for this kind of positive pressure
0: I agree um, well Chris I see that you have turned your shoulder a little bit and you might even have some equipment back there that you could probably show us on uh, how it works unless unless you're you know unless you're embarrassed I don't know but it looks like a pretty awesome piece of equipment to me would you uh, would you mind showing us how, how you apply it?
2: Uh, sure, hold on a
1: second.
2: This is great. I love this guy.
0: Dude, what a cool situation! He just said, "I like what this does. I'm going to do this at home." Yeah. This incredible.
2: This is
1: the uh, the peat bell. I know I had one sitting over on my. Oh, nice. So that's kind of the the, uh, the important aspect of it. The hood itself, as um, it has been for a long, long time, is uh, basically a, a, a bubble, a soft uh-huh. space helmet, um, you know, clear trash can, whatever you want to call it. The, um, <laughs> the, the key is that this is made out of a very robust yet soft uh, and clear material because we can sit the discussion down like this make them easy to ship and store sure. you push them like that then we have the neck seal part which this one's already been cut for me you get a cut template um in a way to measure your neck with a little tape oh. measure and then you cut this out and if you can look kind of closer you might see some graduated rings on there i do so the instructions say okay if your neck is 17 inches you cut the third ring from the top or something to that effect and then once you have cut uh, for your neck, and it, the cut rings um, apply uh, an interference. In other words, people, we've had a problem with people saying, okay, well, this is cut from my neck. If I'm 17 and I cut it to this line, it says 17, and won't be tight enough. So I need to cut another line to make it tight on me or loose on me. Don't do that. That's all figured in there. Right. Well, that's kind of one of the problems we have. People say, oh, they leak. They leak. They go. How'd you do it? No, uh, you didn't. No, don't add or subtract. Cut it the way the paper says. Hey, uh, while,
0: while we're talking about that, what about somebody? In, uh, what about a, a woman with really long hair? Would she have to pull it up? Or a man with a hairy neck? Would we want to shave that? Or if they have like a, a central line, you, you just kind of go ahead and stay with the same cut, just try to keep those things out of the way?
1: No, it has to be out of the way. For you want to do it, but for intubation, you have to do it. and and it's like people who are firefighters or other type of a profession and they use masks, they have to shave okay so it's the same thing Um, so and this ring has uh, two ports which it doesn't matter which one they're they're not directional so you put the inflow and the outflow through these ports now that's the the standard part oh one thing this what we call an accessory port it's it's a tapered hollow cone per se with the same graduated lines so if you want to put a feeding tube or another o2 line or uh, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, sensors for checking oxygen or carbon dioxide carbon dioxide sorry uh, we can do all that through there and then this is put on the patient's head which i will do and and uh, i'll just say that this is the easiest one there to put on somebody's head a bunch of them it takes two or three people make sure it's got a good seal. Now it's on oh, wow. that fast, not exactly straight, but you get the idea. I do, and then this has got a big seal. Oh, wow! And then you also have ports here for you know feeding the lines here, and it's not an ad. It's, it's kind of an instead of, because some patients are more comfortable with it up here, some doctors like it here, or uh, say that, the, you know, the, where the hose comes from, it so come from here, from here, uh, below.
0: I saw how quickly, Chris, you were able to apply it, and then even more importantly, how fast you were able to disassemble it. So a concern of a patient that needed to be accessed, you know, like their airway, would be it's incredibly rapid it looks like to me like two seconds.
1: Nothing to,
0: yeah that's pretty two seconds. nothing to it nothing right. to it at all
1: and there's uh because of this usage we provide this type of a clip which clips the two parts of the helmet together so okay. under larger pressures they won't separate and and it goes underneath your arm and one hooks in the back, one hooks in the front, and you have one under both arms, but folds it down very secured. And there's a quick release feature. If You can't see a little pin right there. All I got to do is go pop, and and the lines and everything separates. So it's it's virtually no delay, it's still under three seconds.
0: So do you have? Pressure. Is is there a uh, is there a, a maximum uh, pressure that's
1: recommended for the helmet? Uh, that's depending on the, you know, the respiratory therapist and the physicians, Uh but uh, we test every single part, every single part to a half PSI, which is far above anything they would ever need.
0: Okay. And then what about, um, like in tidal CO2 measuring the respiratory rate, do y'all have like a device or are you you able just to use a normal Cereport line to make that happen?
2: Normal stuff. Yeah.
0: That is incredible.
2: I want to ask you a quick question about the University of Chicago study. Well, I was re- it was stopped early because it was proven to be so much more effective than the mask that they, that they didn't even need their number um, to actually completely enroll. It was so successful that they stopped it early. How did you end up getting University of Chicago involved?
1: Uh, well, they came to us because um, they knew, the, knew of the product and uh, it was made USA. And they, they like the uh, the, the multi ports and, and several other aspects of it. And uh, we also have a product we call Multi Patient. It actually has um, a different design, which you have the neck seal part like this. See, this uh-huh. comes right now, fully assembled, ready to go, uh, seal you know sealed together with an O ring inside it, so it's it's unable to leak. We have another one that this part can be taken, taken apart after the fact. And then the patients uh, only need their own neck seal portion so you can reuse them over and over and over. And uh, he really liked that, that aspect of it. So that's, that's what he wanted. We were the only one that has that. Uh, so, but for this um, horrible virus, we have to make as many parts as possible which is uh, an unbelievable uh, task. Um, so we streamlined it. We used to have a lot, a complete line of a bunch of different things, and we ceased production on on uh, virtually everything except what you see right there. So we can pump out more of those uh, because you know once you get rid of all the other stuff and you concentrate on on just a small number of parts, you can you can get out much more.
0: Man, that is that is. That's an incredible piece of equipment. I wish that we'd uh, we'd had that and been trained on that uh, back in the anesthesia uh, education days. That's pretty awesome.
2: This will be one of those things that when when we show it to medical students 10 years from now, it'll be a revolutionary change in how we we treat people with ARDS, with pneumonia, and everything.
0: No joke.
1: And people are finding things, uh, it seems like every day, but pretty much monthly Uh, different applications, different benefits, Um, exciting things that we find out, uh, especially when we found out about uh, autism, uh, PTSD, uh, brain brain damage, I can go on and on and on, several uh, autoimmune diseases. And uh, the only thing that it really got used for prior to this, because we could never get any traction at all, with uh, other than chicago and a couple of other places that have been doing studies uh like mayo clinic and johns hopkins and some pretty prestigious places and people got it Uh, but we we just couldn't get traction with with certification but now that's kind of changed
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's kind of changed
0: (laughs) Yeah, just a little bit, just a little bit. Well, Chris, um, Ken, did you have any other questions for
2: Chris? Yeah, I, just this has been one, incredible. I just have one question for you, Chris. How can we help you? That's right. Um, you know, really,
1: uh, I've said this over and over, and it sounds kind of shallow maybe, but we need money. We, we have to buy more tooling to increase the flow for our raw material providers. We have to... um uh, we're going to go through certifications and stuff to uh, make sure thing we're all where we need to be for our paperwork, uh, for, you know, for FDA stuff. And, and uh, we need uh, more equipment and more people. And we need a bigger building because right now we're working out of our home. This is my living room. So um, that's what we need. And, and people have been doing so many amazing things right now with uh, – at the grassroots level, we have quite a few corporations helping us, like Virgin Galactic, GM, uh, some things like that. But uh, you know, they're doing what they can for um, keeping us propped up or actually pushing us up, help, helping us get going. But um, and at the at the suggestion, almost at the the command of a whole bunch of people who said, you need a GoFundMe page. We want to help you. You know, you know we, we get it. We know it's what you're doing and where where you're uh, going. So I just stuck up a GoFundMe page that there's a link to at, uh, on our website. I love that. sends you the URL, too, uh, that it's, uh, it's gone so much. I can't wrap my head around it and it just started last uh friday or saturday
0: well, we'll we're, we're gonna push it out also definitely. definitely and
1: we're gonna be giving updates uh via the web page right now we haven't really had a you know i can't do it my my son my son or myself but normally do it we can't he's making the products and now leading the crew back there so um we don't get as much information on there as we like or on our webpage, but we've got some friends from church helping us now. So hopefully we'll be able to get uh, the latest and greatest.
0: And that's, it's just an incredible story. And I'm so, so—I'm uh, obviously I, I wish that you didn't have to suffer with the uh, diabetes and the retinopathy, but I'm so glad that you had it and that you, you found somebody at Possum Kingdom to show you everything. It's just awesome.
1: That's, that's some of the events that happened. Uh, even my previous career that well, I wanted to retire and God and, uh, is good that's, that's the best thing I can say so many things and so many people and any one of those
2: things we wouldn't have been on this path so that is, awesome. that is incredible and the fact you're probably working harder in your retirement than you ever have
1: <laughs> I, I gotta go back to my career to rest <laughs> but I would never do that I would never do that this is this is what, what we were
2: supposed to do. We just didn't know it yet. I believe it. I look at you and I realize that this your life was built to be right here where you are in this moment. And I you're gonna change the destiny of so many people. And I wanna thank you for all the work that you're doing.
1: Well, thank you. And it's not just us, it's people like yourselves that get the word out and, and, and get it. You know, you, you see it as a as a professional in the industry but you also see it as an individual and and, uh, uh, it's just, that's that's a big, big plus is to see the, look, and if you got someone to one story yesterday, we were were working like crazy and I can tell you untold numbers like this, Uh, and we've had to secure the facility here because we were having hundreds and hundreds of people just show up (laughs) to try to help, which is great. (laughs) But it's, you know, the publicity and stuff, I mean, they'd be knocking on our doors all day and all night. I just drove from, you know, Wisconsin. Here I am. Great people. Great people. And that, I mean, we'd all be just cheering up and bawling from the stuff these people would say and what they wanted to do. And some of them are still here, by the way. Um, Showing up in their campers and said, I'm here to help. As a volunteer. Whatever do you need? Uh, Anyway, this lady shows up uh, and she says, I just... Came from Chicago directly, uh, and because of the, the sheer volume of phone calls we've been getting, people aren't getting through. Uh, the internet, as you know, goes down. Phones are just completely clogged up. Uh, emails, we haven't getting close to a thousand a day. Uh, so she couldn't get through. He said, "We we have such a dire need. I mean, I have people right now that need this. So I just jumped on a plane and flew down here, hoping I could just see you. So." Uh, uh, Our people at the gate let her in and came and found me. And she told her story and just started, she started crying and bawling and stuff. And and, uh, we'll just say we were able to help her. And uh, she's headed back home today.
0: And that's a fantastic story. Chris, as we close out, don't hang up, but I do want to thank everybody here at Gut Check Project. Do us a favor, just share this story, it's an honor to have Chris on with us today from Seelong Medical. This is Chris Austin, president and owner of Seelong Medical in Waxaca, not, not owner, just president. I'm oh, sorry?
1: Not owner, just Ex, president. Sorry. Uh, my, my wife and uh, my daughter-in-law, who's a, who's a doctor of physical therapy, they're the owners.
0: Oh, nice. So he knows the owners pretty well. It's Seelong Medical.
2: You sleep with one of them, yeah. <laughs> Chris. You might want to talk to the owners about how hard they're making you work. I mean, <laughs> yeah, no joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, Ken, anything to close out the show? I want, hey, Chris. Right. Like I said, hang on, hang on to the end, right, everyone. Cool. Episode four. Like and share, like and share. Chris, Lo- uh, Chris Austin of Seelong uh, Medical. Let's get the word out. Let's work together on on uh, this COVID crisis, and we're going to pull through together. We'll talk to everybody soon.